0: Do I
1: look fat?
2: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast? This week is a special week. I don't only have one amazing guest, but I have two. They are a full-on power couple, killing the content game in 2020. He likes to flex on them and she likes to dirty talk. Angel and Gaza from The Mermaid and the Lion. Hey, guys. How are you?
0: Hey, man. How you doing, Steph? That was a pretty dope introduction.
2: (laughs) (laughs) She said he likes to flex on him and she likes to... Dirty Talk. That seems like I'm nasty. <laughs> <laughs>
0: a type of power couple are we? A right. crazy one. A crazy one.
2: Um, Flex dirty. Yeah. If you guys don't know, I mean, I don't, where have you been? But these guys came up with the Mermaid and the Lion podcast, which is a scripted podcast audio drama about two imperfect people who are working on perfecting their love for one another. And then they also have their own side podcast. Angel has Dirty Talk and Gaza has flexed on them can you tell us a little bit about your projects oh wow and he points to me <laughs> of, course, of course at least he won't cut you off you know
1: oh, oh, oh <laughs> okay, okay.
2: Yes. I'm, starting I'm starting early i'm starting early thank uh. you <laughs> oh the vindication and validation uh. i am victorious what other v words can I come here <laughs> the virtuous women unite okay. against okay sorry <laughs> <laughs> Well, of the project, so Dirty Talk is my very first podcast that I started. You know, through the idea to launch Academy. Well, I actually it was already launched. Mm-hmm. I already launched and had my thousand downloads before I even joined up with Carla. But what she gave me was the idea of making sure I marketed myself appropriately to reach an audience that wanted to connect with the content. Mm-hmm. So that was really great. And the whole show, I only interview male guests. And we ask questions that women want to know the answers to from a sexual perspective. Like, do all vaginas feel the same? Um, How have you ever felt? (laughs) <laughs> um, terrible after a woman told you that she faked an orgasm, you know, all those different types of questions. So it's really fun. Gaza didn't like it at first, but he's down now. Yeah, I had to get used <laughs> to that idea. I
0: had to get warmed up to it.
2: But it was pretty successful. We're kind of rethinking how the show works because of COVID. Cause I was going out and doing person-to-person interviews, and right, right now, I can't um, imagine being close to anyone. Seriously. So We'll see what is in Tale for dirty talk come 2021 dirty talk yeah. was that, amazing that and flex on them is a newer podcast what's that all about Kaza?
0: so basically it's just me sharing my fitness journey um you know just sharing my experiences my challenges with fitness just trying to reach certain goals and just sharing those uh you know experiences along the way so um plenty of flexing on them and me rambling and, and talking <laughs> shit and you know, yeah. So. All the good
2: things. All the good things.
0: All the good things, yeah.
2: <laughs> we love to see it. I met um, Angel first via idea to launch, and I was actually on episode three of Mermaid and the Lion, I think it was. Was yeah, it episode three? blessed us up. It was. It was, it was party, party, party. Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah, Lindsay. The one yeah, everyone hated, but, you know, it's okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, you did, you did, you, did, you performed well. Thank you. Thank you. Killed I appreciate it, it.
2: Killed it. And there's more to come with stuff, you guys. So, But just hold tight. Hold tight. Hold tight. Can't wait. Can't wait. so to excited. Do. You guys have no idea. So for the show, I usually do a quick, like, icebreaker with my guests. So this week, um, if you heard my episode with Maciel, we did a more likely to kind of situation. So I decided mm-hmm. that I'm going to let you guys pick who's more most likely to do something. Okay. So I'm going to ask the question and then I'm going to count to three and I want each of you to vote who's more likely to whatever the question was. Okay. Hey Steph,
0: man. You bet you better not get me into trouble all the <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: Look, got, you, I got you, I you. we're
0: going to be recording the rewind after this and don't let me talk talking <laughs> shit about you on the rewind.
2: I would never. I would never. First of all, I'm wearing my mermaid and the lion shirt. I don't know if y'all peep. Okay. Hi. I love y'all. Yeah. All right. Got the merch up <laughs> set. I'm not even wearing. Look, you need to get a shirt so we can, I can rock it out. I don't have any boobs and stuff like y'all, but I can pretend. <laughs> <laughs> well, my merch is coming out soon. Stay tuned for that. But let's get into the icebreaker. So the first question is, who's most likely to be the best at math? One, two, three. (laughs) He was just like her. That's it. I don't even care. I'm not waiting. (laughs) It's Angel. (laughs) 100. And 75,000%.
0: Yeah, the only thing I count is them dollars, you Heard you. Does he even count uh, the dollars? He, no. He,
2: he visualizes count them. He the dollars. He just, he's like, I know we have enough money for, I know we have enough money for, I know how much money I make, but he's not budgeting a doggone thing. He just <laughs> knows he has money. That's how he acts. But you know me. what? That's manifestation, too, because if you're always saying, I got it, I got it, I got it, you will have it. It's the people who are always like, I'm broke, I don't have it, this, this, that, and the third, and then they really don't be having it because that you just bring that energy to you. So I fucks with that. Like, I got it. I will have it. Or I may not have it right now, but I'm going to get it. That's right. the type of words you have to use when it comes to money, I feel like. I agree. So look, this is the Leo um, sun, <laughs> the Leo <laughs> moon, and a Scorpio rising. Are those your placements, Gaza? Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow.
2: Okay, man, that's that's <laughs> intense. It, thank you. See, the world needs uh, to know what I am in the house with, all the time. Yeah, that's wild. I start, wild. I started sending him his chart stuff. He's like, "Okay, stop. That's enough."
0: That <laughs> was that was way too close to home, though, man. that was scary.
2: I will say that I kind of take the blame for that, Gaza. I definitely have um, opened Angel's eyes to the whole oh, sun, it moon, to and her? stars.
0: <laughs> that was you huh
2: (laughs) no she showed me how to find it oh i did okay all right
0: let's see what's going on
2: (laughs) you just walked into a trap guys you had no (laughs) idea you had no idea but (laughs) stephanie's the bomb at it though like me i was just playing around i just needed to know how i could sleep at night (laughs) but it makes sense i've i love astrology when it comes to like breaking down people's charts like you can just see why people are the way they are it's crazy and it's people who don't even believe in this stuff, too. So that's what's even more wild because you don't believe in it, but I see it. So clearly, there gotta I mean, be something. Yeah.
0: How can you not believe it? when it's so close to home, man? I mean, Angel kept sending me, he was texting me that stuff, <laughs> like back to back, and she would not, it was not stopping.
2: <laughs> so I was like, and I didn't even try to manipulate it, like, you know, like, oh, I'm gonna send this sentence to that. Nope, it was screenshots. This is you read The it. whole thing, like, the I whole don't, paragraph. I don't. Yeah. At least he read it. Unlike papyrus who doesn't read anything that we send in the group chat. Oh my gosh! You know, look. So papyrus he's my favorite. <laughs> Shout out to you, Papyred. That's how we're gonna say your name forever. Everyone else calls you Pop, but you will never be that to me. You'll always be Papyred.
1: <laughs> yeah. So
2: okay. his name is actually Poppy Red. Yes. But when I saw it, I didn't see Poppy Red. I saw Papyred, and then. It, it read to Papay red whatever yeah. <laughs> and then somebody was calling papaya and he said stop because they smell bad yeah so, yeah and- so you know on instagram everything is lowercase so like you can't really tell like what's where the differences in words are so it's literally like p-a-p-i-r-e-d so when i read it on live i was like oh Papay red like that's just how I read it the first time. And it just stuck. So now everybody calls him Red. And I think he fucks with it. I'm not even going to hold you. Mm-mm. <laughs> but I wanted to know what papyred meant, though. Like, what is papyred? <laughs> what is <it>? <laughs> <laughs> so. You know, extra philosophical, and it's poppy red the yeah, whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Okay. So the next question is, who is most likely to have weird phobias? One, two, three.
0: Ah, uh, Angel.
2: Wait, what?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying angels, every everything she asks. <laughs> <laughs> angels. <laughs> no, you
2: have to have a valid explanation for Phobias what, is what she said. Yeah, weird. weird? So what if I'm not weirdly afraid of anything? I'm validated in my fear of insects. That's not weird. I mean That is all insects?
0: insects. Daddy long legs. Who's scared of a daddy? Y'all scared a daddy long legs?
2: I mean, they're, they're just like a little ball with legs. Like they don't exactly. really do nothing. You just pick up up by the leg and and slingshot it. Well, I'm not I'm doing sorry. that. That's why you
1: <laughs> do that?
2: <laughs> he pretended like he threw something at me. That wasn't fair. Don't do that. No, I I don't like any insects, and I don't. I could. I'm not afraid of flies, but I want them all to die. But
0: and it's contagious because our daughter is becoming the same way. Mm. To see her mom overreacting, and I'm not
2: overreacting. Out. You have open orifices in your body, and insects can I go have inside. What? <laughs> <laughs> I have what in my body? He said, "Pause. Hold on. Like <laughs> your ear, your nose, your mm-hmm. mouth, even within your eyes in the corners, right there. There are small openings, and insects could go in there."
0: Hey, you want about the wrong
2: thing. I'm just saying. They can't. I mean, they but can't. they say that you eat like what? 10 spiders in spiders. your sleep throughout your life or something like that. Ah! <laughs> I nah, sorry. I
0: don't believe that. Cut out that Where you get that from? I, I don't believe that.
2: Not the screen. It's like common stuff. knowledge. I swear to god. I've heard this all, my whole life. You know what? I feel like mm. I always know these things and I can never cite where I got them from, so I've just been spitting out these things like it was facts. Like
0: Dang, man. I ain't never heard that. One. no that's interesting though look i'm gonna have to look that, that one up
2: look i'm googling not, do I'm you okay. eat spiders in your sleep uh lucky for all of us the fact that people swallow eight spiders in their sleep yearly isn't yearly true. <laughs> it's not true guys
0: oh, okay okay oh, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> not
2: true. uh but i've definitely heard that everybody says it
0: By to wear my face mask to bed <laughs> <laughs> it.
2: it's a, forget COVID. i'm trying sure. to stop eating these spiders got the
0: ever uses <laughs>
2: oh you man you know you wake up out your sleep and you feel like something was on you. It oh was my that spider, a spider. spider that you just swallowed. Oh my gosh. I saw somebody get eaten by a whale today, and that was real. A whale? I seen you saw it too. That's free scented. Girl, I was sleep.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. I was whale sleep all day. Hmm? The whale spat them out.
2: The whale spit them out?
0: I heard they don't they don't eat. They don't eat people. They spit them out. The How can they I tell?
2: Seen, yeah oh, no,
0: i don't know man this thing
2: has two legs like, <laughs> no that's, right
0: that's what it was saying on the video the, the man didn't die he didn't get eaten The well kind of just flushed him out like they eat like i guess fish or some shit like you that. you know,
2: know that in the bible jonah it was in the mouth of the whale for a very long time because he wouldn't go to nineveh to preach the gospel of god
0: but yeah, here we, we um, go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it spit him out so i mean maybe that's where it came from whales don't eat people Yeah, you know, because it didn't (laughs) eat Jonah. It just sat in his belly. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, so we're going to do like two more. Who is most likely to write a bestseller? One, two, three.
0: (laughs) What is my worth? (laughs) Where is the value in me? You just. And what's up with your question, (laughs) Jonah?
2: I mean, you know, I love Angel. I love Angel. I'm not even going to hold you. I'm a little biased, you know, a little bit. That question was definitely for her. Because I've recently found out she wrote a book. Because she does not promote it, I had no idea.
0: I've been telling her the same thing. We need to start doing more promotions on on the book. He did say that. Uh, so he
2: did say that. I've done it on a couple of episodes of Mermaid and the Lion. I did the commercial. I read a little excerpt and everything. Right, and that's how I found out. But I feel like I've spoken to you so many times and it never just came up in conversation. I don't know. I just
0: angel too humble, man. <laughs> too
2: <laughs> humble. She that's don't like to flex on them. Clearly, exact.
0: Thank you. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> Yeah. We argue I, I over the,
2: here about what's appropriate and not appropriate to share from our successes.
0: I believe in celebrating your your, your milestones and your successes, and fuck everybody else who don't want to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Share sharing that, and uh, I mean it's, it's all about context, man. If you out there, you you know, you friggin' um, just going running off the mouth and being boastful, that's, that's a different story than just being humble and you know, right. letting people know what you did. And what I don't you accomplished. think
2: Angel could ever be boastful. Like she can't. It's just not in her. I tried. Um, Look, I was like, yeah, I wrote a book and it got to number 14. That was pretty dope. Number 14, bitch, that's wild. Like, what are we saying right now? It mm-hmm. did it didn't stay there, but so? it got there.
0: Look, it held the spot <laughs> held the spot for a minute. <laughs> it did. It I
2: went to sleep and I woke up. I was like, oh my god, it's still there.
0: <laughs> so tell so, so put well, oh, I don't know if you want to put the plug on. Like I'm not like this is the rewind. No, I'm put sorry, the plug. Steph. Plug it. Plug put, it. Put the plug in, man.
2: <laughs> I wrote a book, you guys. It's a erotic fiction called Release Me. And look, before Karen got popular, the main <laughs> character's name is Karen. And it's about her journey and discovering herself sexually. So, mm. yeah,
0: so make sure y'all go check that out. We might rework the name. <laughs> we <laughs> not. might have to redo the no, name.
2: My yeah. aunt's name is Karen, and that character is dedicated to her. I will not change it. Mm. Okay. I mean, it was before Karen's got a bad rap. E- exactly, exactly. So, before okay. the Halloween. Where the Halloween, can, where can we find your book, Angel? You can find my book on Amazon or Mm -hmm. you can reach out to me directly and we can work out something in the DM. Perfect. Perfect. All of their information will be linked down below for sure. So let's keep it going. Let's do the last one. Um, Who's most likely to order a pizza within the next 24 hours?
0: Oh, One. that's definitely me. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely me.
2: And the man who's supposed to be cutting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, hey, man, you got to live life, man. <laughs> it
2: would be like that sometimes, especially when you're working out hard. Like, you get hungry.
0: Yeah, you do. And you
2: mm-hmm. need those carbs anyway. So that is actually a good segue to our first segment, which is Eat Your Heart Out. So this week, I wanted to talk about actually bulking and cutting. I've always looked at dieting or working out as a means to get smaller. Like, that's always just been what it's been for me. But I feel like most guys who I know who are serious about the gym go through these bulking and cutting cycles, right? Yep. So Mm -hmm. you just said that you're cutting right now, Gaza?
0: Yeah. So, you know, these COVID months have put a little (laughs) little fat on me, so I'm trying to trim it up a little bit. We'll
2: just call that bulking. That's okay.
0: Yeah, well, it's not the good bulk. I put on a little bit more... More than what I would liked. liked. Um, but yeah, so um, that's my goal right now is to trim up, lose a little bit of weight, and then continue back on a lean bulk, mm-hmm. which is the key word is lean bulk. I uh, think
2: this is very funny because during this cut for the past two weeks, he has eaten cookies for breakfast. <laughs>
0: it- <laughs> for breakfast? You want call me out like that? Right. Just, she's just
2: driving the bus today. <laughs> like. <laughs> I, I and just- check this
0: out. She gets Popeyes today. I Ooh, did.
2: What you got, mm-hmm. Angel, from Popeyes? Um, everything. <laughs> the
0: Cajun French fries. The, yeah, uh, I got the fries. Uh, obviously, you got chicken.
2: The spicy mix. The Biscuits are good. Those biscuits. There's our delicious. daughter's in there, mm-hmm. like tearing up the biscuits. I gave her one biscuit. And then she's like, Mommy, can I have some more? Can I get another biscuit? I was like, yeah, you can have another biscuit. She was like, can I have two? What? (laughs) Fine. Take these two biscuits. Those biscuits are delicious. They're a little dry. You know, you need something to drink with them, but they're delicious as fuck. I've never put the jelly on them. Have you guys ever put the jelly on them? No. Nah, I,
0: ain't, I ain't never have even.
2: But honey, though, I have put honey on those biscuits, and it's very tasty. Mm.
0: Oh, Angel needs to tell you. You probably won't do it now, but Angel needs to tell you the story about when we went to the cabins and we had an incident with a bear with some biscuits.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: with some honey biscuits.
2: <laughs> Not a bear. Yes.
0: yes. A yes, real man. live
2: bear came oh. to the cabin, and they obviously knew there were bears near there so they had this I don't know if it was like a shed but they built a gate around the trash cans with several two by fours and huge metal um, endings on the corners of this contraption that they built mm-hmm. and I dropped a whole tray of honey butter biscuits on the floor everyone was mad at me at the cabin it was like a couple's retreat cabin thing mm-hmm. everyone was upset there was one left and Gaza came and ate it (laughs) or was that Wallace who came and ate it I don't remember well either way so either way one person got to eat the leftover biscuit the one that didn't fall on the floor and the next morning when we went outside to go put stuff in the trash to clean up the trash cans were gone, two of them, and the whole entire gate thing was ripped off. You <gasps> could see the claw marks on the side. Oh, my God. From the bear. You no, guys almost died.
0: But here's the thing. The trash can was gone. They just the took bear, the whole shit. The bear took the trash can and took it into the woods. Could you and imagine? And it came back for the other trash can, because there was two. <laughs>
2: it, was, it was like three bears that came. One to look out, and the Something other
0: two to carry
2: <laughs> the, fucking, the bins look, to the trash. Yo,
0: check this out. The next morning... 'Cause there was a bunch of us out there. This friggin' idiot, one of the guys that we was with, he goes looking for the trash can in the friggin' woods.
2: Wow. See it couldn't be me. It couldn't be me. I'd be like, you know what? Those belong to the bears now. Like they yeah, ex- hey, man. exactly. It's
0: always that one person when you go on a cabin trip or something, boy. There's always that one
2: He was trying to impress <laughs> someone there. He was trying to impress one of the ladies, and that was his way. I was showing her that he (laughs) was it that, or did he not want to get charged like the Airbnb? Like you know, it wasn't his name. No, he was just a guest. He wasn't his name wasn't on it or anything. So he had no reason, Uh, no vested interest, except for I got
0: so much laughs off that guy that weekend. Stop it.
2: It's always that one guy it's always that, that one guy that is hilarious okay so bulking and cutting just for anyone who doesn't know are strategies for better definition tone and muscle mass the difference between bulking and cutting tends to come down to your current priorities bulking focuses on putting on weight and getting bigger whereas cutting focuses on getting lean and removing excess body fat to achieve better definition and tone so to bulk essentially you have to eat at a caloric surplus, eat moderate protein and fat, and a substantial amount of carbs. You also have to lift heavy and focus on moderate rep range. And unlike Gaza, you have to avoid dirty bulking to avoid excess <laughs> fat gain. <laughs> I
0: like that, man. You know what you're talking about. I like that. I hit you it know, right I, on the try. Mic. I try. I try. I couldn't say any better myself. <laughs>
2: What would be some tips you would give someone during the bulking stage?
0: Um, I would just really—I mean, every, everything that you just said—and I would just say discipline, man. Mm. I mean, just being disciplined. I mean, I think, I think everything that you said hit right on the nose. But the the mental state, right? The the day to day, you know, just the going day to day and making sure that you staying on track with your goals and making sure you're just being very disciplined. That's something I have. Um, struggle with right, just being mm-hmm. you hear me talking about Popeyes and stuff like that. There's a lot of there's a lot of um, distractions and uh, things that can happen in your life that throw you off course. So yeah, I would just say just uh, focus on just trying to be more disciplined and um, you know more focused.
2: Right, because people would think that you would need the most dif- um, discipline during cutting but when you're bulking like you're able to eat these foods but it's like you have to be very specific on what types of foods you're eating so yes you're eating yeah. in a caloric deficit and a caloric surplus but it's not like you can have the popeyes or the cookies for breakfast or any of that right. like you really <laughs> should be you know eating all of these um nutrient dense foods and things that will just help your body you uh, know exactly. do what it you need to um, do
0: it's actually it's actually easier to lose weight than to it is to actually build muscle. Mm-hmm. Right. Um that's that's something that takes time. And like you said, lifting heavy weights and uh, making sure you eat enough food to supply your body with enough nutrition. And uh so yeah, I mean, obviously with losing weight you have to, you know, try to avoid the the different foods. But mm-hmm. um I mean you could lose fat very easily if you if you're focused and you have the discipline. Right. <laughs>
2: Focus and discipline. I want to know, how do you discipline yourself? I know this is not see, my this show, is the thing, <laughs> how do you this discipline yourself? Is,
0: this is the thing that people, uh, that I try on my podcast, that I try to get through and let people know is that it's not, it's not necessarily about what you're doing every single day. It's about being consistent over time, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have days where I mess up, but I get right back on track the next right. day or the day after. It's just, when you, when you're down, it's just about getting back up and, and getting back on track. And over time, you're going to see those results
2: yeah and that's the hard part right so like you'll be on a diet whatever or you're bulking cutting whatever have you and then one day you slack off and it takes more to start back up the next day than to just be like you know what mm-hmm. fuck it i'm gonna just keep on eating whatever it is right. i'm eating and then you start down that slippery slope and once you go down that slope it's hard to get back up
0: and that's why i say discipline and just and just focus because those are really the biggest things i mean um, they have this I think it's I think this is either 70 70 30 or 80 20 rule mm-hmm. where it's it's mostly your mindset man it really um, mindset and nutrition like working out is actually the smaller part of it you know? right but how you how you frame your mind um, and prepare it for it and uh, nutrition is the most important thing
2: it's what oh, you're doing okay. the other 80% of the time not just when exactly. you're eating
0: exactly
2: oh that's what my problem is <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Telling my mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've been trying to get Angel on the workouts for a while, man.
2: Look, the other morning.
0: I'm I w- surprised she's still holding up as well as she is. <laughs> oh, oh that, was she's holding up pre- that was a compliment. She's holding up pretty well. <laughs> No, because she has like uh what's those things you like? Those red vines that she be chewing on all the time. Ah. I don't
2: chew on them. It's candy. <laughs> like my stomach seems like I'm some sort of country person, like I'm chewing on a straw. I mean, but isn't that what it is? Aren't red vines that, like Twizzlers?
0: Yeah, the Twizzlers. But basically she says they're not I think that I think they're frightening so Twizzlers. They are not Twizzlers. I mean, Angel, I'm judging you a little
2: bit. I hate red vines and Twizzlers. Like they just don't taste like anything. Twizzlers are disgusting. I agree. <laughs> they taste like wax. But red vines, they are something that God has made to make us oh, happy when we are we sad.
0: <laughs> and, and she chews on them.
2: I don't chew on them. Stop. You make it seem like a, you know, like the people who do the tobacco in their lip and like spit it out. That's what that sounds like. I'm just like. saying that
0: thing gets stuck on your teeth. And um, I brush my
2: teeth. It? That's not
0: what I said. <laughs> I was talking about (laughs) chewing.
2: He definitely didn't say you had dirty teeth. Like, he didn't say that. I will give him that. He's just like, you know, you like to chew on the straws all day long. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I don't even buy them all the time. The last time I went shopping, I didn't come home with a pack. You know what that is, Angel? That's gross. Discipline. (laughs) No. and focus (laughs) (laughs) discipline and focus for your red vines that's hilarious okay so cutting let's get into that cutting I'm going to give you the key points is to eat at a caloric deficit to reduce insulin to increase fat burning um, you also have to focus on exercises that get your heart rate up to burn significant calories keep your protein intake up and continue 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 to strength train because mm-hmm. you don't want to burn out your muscles you want to make mm-hmm. sure that they're growing right
0: well when you're cutting um, you know you used to say you can't build muscle and, and cut at the same time especially for people who have been in the game and doing it for a while mm-hmm. now that's that's for somebody who's new to working out that's a little bit different for them uh, because their body's not used to that type of training, so they can build muscle and lose weight at the same time. So, so yeah.
2: Okay, so you're basically just what, you're cutting the fat essentially. That's where that you're comes cutting from. Cutting
0: the fat, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think the thing that I would would add to that when you was just mentioning um, insulin levels and metabolism, one of the things that I that's worked for me really really well over my years is doing jump rope before I go to bed on an empty stomach. Mm. And I like- actually.
2: Like right before you go to sleep?
0: Well, not too long before you go to sleep. I always say like have your meal, like two hours before you go to bed mm-hmm. and then try to do a workout, you know, a few hours before you go to bed. And um that's gonna help speed up your metabolism and um it hasn't gonna you're not gonna have anything in the tank. Um it's it's gonna go straight to burning fat. Right. So um oh, it gets a heart <laughs> That's <laughs> where I've mock- been me. messing
2: up. <laughs> I can't with you, Angel. I cannot <laughs>
0: But it's, I'm not going to lie, it's hard It's hard to go to sleep, right? And a lot of people... Right, because end your endorphins breaking. are up and... Exactly. So I always say if, if you have to have something, eat something very light like an apple just to hold you over. Um, it's not going to do too much harm. But yeah, I like to get a, like, a good jump rope session in and uh, sweat it out a bit. And I'm telling you, man, five, ten minutes of jump rope will have you in, mm-hmm. in, in a complete sweat if you're trying to be, um, you know, jump for a full minute, stop, maybe a 20-second break, go again. And just yeah and repeat
2: especially if you have like a way to jump rope at that because then you're also oh, yeah. working your arms
0: yeah yeah
2: mm-hmm. oh, that's oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's like i'm learning all the gems as if she doesn't sleep <laughs> next to you every night and seeing you jump in rope like, she,
0: she knows she knows this stuff
2: <laughs> listen i know it i watch him and he comes in the house all glistening and stuff and i'm like man you look amazing. <laughs> I really should do something like that too.
0: Yeah, I think. Um, as she's
2: chewing a red vine,
0: as exactly, she's
2: chewing a red vine. <laughs> or sneaking a soda that I stole from somewhere,
0: and completely, completely ignoring what Angel just <laughs> just said. Let me get back to what, what I was. What ta- I say? What I was talking about. But um, just to add one last point, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people think that not eating is a good thing to do mm-hmm. and that's not that's going to slow down your metabolism preach right? I say this all the so, time so eating smaller portions uh, throughout the day if you could split it up between four and six meals you know small meals that's going to help keep your metabolism going and, and it's going to help you burn more fat
2: Mm -hmm. because what ends up happening and just to piggyback on that is that your body thinks that you're starving itself right so your body is going to self-preserve itself every single time like that's what it's meant to do without you even realizing it so if you're starving yourself it's going to hold on to guess what fat fat Mm -hmm. as a reserve so that it can have some type of energy source because it doesn't think it's going to get any energy
0: from you because you're not eating Steph, um, why you ain't running a fitness podcast? This time? <laughs> I, I like know, your talk.
2: I know all this stuff, but I'm like Angel. I just I I don't put it into practice because I I have been on like a fitness journey. It's been a roller coaster, ups and downs for like the past seven eight years. So like this is all stuff I've learned throughout my journey. Like I've done mm-hmm. all types of workout plans. I've done all types of diet plans, and it's like right now I'm just tired of the diet culture. And I'm really just trying to live in a more healthy lifestyle space. So it's like I'm not restricting myself OD, but, like, I know I know the things I need to do. I'm just not doing them.
0: And I think that's that's great because a lot of people don't. Like, when I first started out, I didn't know any of the stuff that you Same. were talking about. I just started working out. And, you know, I did that for years before really doing my due diligence to start getting really serious and start reading and doing a bit of research. And if I'd have known that stuff sooner, mm-hmm. I, I could be so much further along. <laughs> you know? um, but yeah, you're right, man. It's um, I like to say it's a lifestyle, it's not a diet. Mm-hmm. And, and it truly sure. is, man. So when you're trying to sustain like a, a nutrition plan or something like that, man, make sure it's a nutrition plan you can enjoy. And something and like I said in one of my episodes, you can enjoy over a long period of time. Because that's really going to help, man.
2: Mm-hmm. For the I rest mean, of your life, essentially. Yeah,
0: exactly. For the rest of your life. And uh, it's going to make it so much more easier, man. It doesn't have to be just salads every single day. You can have something once a week. You know, They call it a cheap meal, but I call it a sandy meal. Because <laughs> um, we always have those times where, where we break after a long diet that's been. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be hardcore if you try. If you get into closer to your goal, you want to ramp it up a bit. Yeah, you should right. definitely be a bit more focused to go in. But if you're on a diet for a long time, definitely make it to where it's sustainable and stuff that you can enjoy.
1: Exactly, yeah. because then yeah. you
2: end up binging, which is exactly. terrible. I believe in that. I agree with everything you guys just said. You can have a donut for breakfast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she was asking me, look, like, it's real talk. She was asking for donuts the other day. You see what I'm dealing with over here? I have fitness goals, guys. <laughs> well, that
2: gets into my question, right? So what is it like, for, I'm going to ask both of you the same question. So for Gaza, what is it like trying to bulk and cut in a household where there's other people who aren't doing the same?
0: It is It is not easy. I, there's all type of snacks up in here. I'm, I'm seeing my daughter eating all type of treats that I want to eat. <laughs> like, it's not easy, man. um I, We try to, as a family, to eat a bit more healthier, but you know, mm-hmm. I got a 22 year old son and a six year old daughter, and uh, you know, they love all the junk food and stuff like that. And, and their, their metabolism
2: so always, is on a oh, hundred thousand. Oh yeah. So, oh
0: yeah, my son. Oh my goodness, I don't know where he puts the food.
2: Same with but my son. But, um, Same. Right. He eats all day long. Like I'm literally yeah. making chicken all day long. Like I'm tired. I'm I'm exhausted, <laughs> okay? And I just look at him and I'm like, "Where are you putting this food?" because he is just getting longer and slimmer as the days go by and he's eating more and more. It just doesn't make sense to me
0: like at my all. sounds the same way I always be telling him, "Okay, man, a few more years, your metabolism's going to slow down. I'll be fucking with him." <laughs> you're going to get fat.
2: <laughs> right like you're gonna be stressed just like i am right right okay so angel how is it when gaza is cutting or do you have a preference from when he's cutting or bulking you know my preference is neither because <laughs> the stress this particular time i will say 2020 has been a little bit of a change for us but before like when Gaza's is really really serious about it it's difficult for me to help him when he's bulking because the amount of food that he needs to consume in a day Mm -hmm. is a lot and then as you guys were discussing before oh don't make macaroni and cheese i can't have that cheese or did you put butter in these potatoes you know like all this and being very consistent with the meals it was actually easier before our daughter got older and was really eating the same stuff that we eat mm-hmm. but because then I could cook for us as adults and then of course she's still kind of eating baby food but now that she's part of the dinner table it's really hard to be inclusive of everyone without making multiple items yeah so I don't really like either and you know I'm not sure if you guys know but Gaza doesn't belong in the kitchen really
0: <laughs> I belong on the grill that's why I belong
2: um. I mean, you know so, what, that's fine because I hate the grill and I hate smoke, so. Th- say that, say that.
0: <laughs> but that's a big part of it, too, just to add to what Angel said. Um, what we find that's, that's really been helpful is grilling all of our meats for the week.
1: Mm. And um,
0: just uh, creating our sides throughout the week. It makes it easy, it makes it easy on Angel, you know, um, she'll season it up. I'll, now, don't get me wrong, Angel talking, but I can, I can season some food, I can mm-hmm. cook. <laughs> I didn't care. he's like if i needed she, to i could okay yeah she just does it better so why <laughs> am i gonna yeah. <laughs> How am i gonna pose on if that?
2: you guys listened to season one you know that this man made me shrimp scampi with already pre-cooked shrimp and put man. italian dressing man. on man. it and said it was shrimp scampi okay so, he yes. was being innovative you know you never watched chopped <laughs> all he had was the cooked shrimp in the in the fridge and some italian dressing he was like you know what i'm gonna make this work
0: I man, the effort to counts.
2: No, it wasn't. No, <laughs> it wasn't a hack. This was a thought of prepared. He went to the store, and this is how he made it. And I didn't even include the other nasty thing he tried to cook for me. I was like, "Yeah, I don't really like breakfast food." Um, he was like, "Well, what kind of eggs do you like?" I was like, "I don't like eggs unless they're boiled, and I don't eat them." And he was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I could make you some eggs for breakfast in the morning because I really, really want you to stay the night." So I stay the night for this man, mm-hmm. and the next morning he. Gives me this sandwich he with <laughs> eggs inside of it that he sauteed in butter and onions and Ooh. put it in the sandwich. And I was like, Is this what they eat in England? This is <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> no wonder you guys are unhappy. So this is what you guys what have to eat. What
0: happened was <laughs> not unhappy. it was a, oh, a hand me down recipe. I just didn't I didn't execute it right. <laughs> it, is it, what happened.
2: it was wrong. It was on amazing. so many levels. Yes. Oh, my stomach still hurts. It's like uh, It was good. <laughs> Angel, if you had to pick a specific season of, you know, Gaz's diets, what would it be? Like bulking or cutting if you had to choose one? Actually, I think I do prefer cutting more mm-hmm. than bulking because I don't like to eat that much anyway. So when he's cutting, it works really well for me because then he'll participate in the things I like to eat. I love salads a lot mm-hmm. and I love vegetables. Yeah, like, she's I'll... like a rabbit. <laughs> well that's how she stays so slim so she might have the oh, yeah. red vines and the popeyes but you know she's not eating all the crazy shit all day long
1: yeah, i don't like shrimp.
2: sweets i think that's really the thing that helps me out in life because i really don't eat healthy at all but i just don't like sugar that much except for the red vines but i hate chocolate i don't really care too much for cakes and cookies and you sound like and me yeah, <laughs> i exactly. hate all that shit Yes, uh, cannot I miss, stand it.
0: I miss Snicker bars for breakfast so much.
2: See what is this? Why Snicker are these balls. the breakfast meals? Snicker bars. Like <laughs> I came downstairs one time, and Gaza is stealing London's dog on ice cream, and he has the spoon and the thing in his hand. Like, oh, you saw me. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> was he standing right in front of the freezer? <laughs> like, yes, he was. Yes, he was.
0: <laughs> Two tablespoons won't hurt. <laughs>
2: You know, it be like that sometimes and then you're just like, I'm just going to stand here and eat it because if somebody comes down, I could just put it back real quick and nobody will ever know. And if no one knows, it didn't happen.
0: It didn't happen, right? Just work it off a little little, little extra. Right. You know,
2: I'll do, you know, 20 minutes of jump rope tonight instead of 10 and it'll be fine. (laughs)
0: Then <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> when I was taking
2: working out seriously, that's how I was. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to drink this whole gallon of lemonade, but I'm going to stay on the treadmill for 30 more minutes. But we've just done to make pretty good, though.
0: Like, um, that's like as far as sodas and juices, we keep that pretty much out of mm. our house. So you come to our house and looking mm-hmm. for a juice or a so, salt, you ain't going to find it. So only, only water that we yeah. keep in the house. It has I'm to gu- be like that. Yeah.
2: But I'm a guzzle throat. If it comes in, I'm drinking it really fast anyway. Like lemonade doesn't last 24 I hours. Love in lemonade. Here. Oh my goodness. It is everything. And I can't have everything. it either. I don't buy sodas. I don't buy well, I've been buying juices more now because Ethan is just getting big and I'm just like, you know what? Here, have a juice because I can't <laughs> with you right now.
0: You know but, what what would you yeah, I'm sorry. No, Come I was on. just gonna cut, say look, I'm cutting you uh, off. Okay, I you know are, sure. on
2: my show. On <laughs> my show. <laughs> 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 but I really try to I try to cut his juices too. So like I'll um I'll pour like half a cup of we do like cran... Grape, crayon, pom- pomegranate, crayon, whatever. And then I'll put like a little bit of water in it just to cut the the sugar a little mm-hmm. bit. Yep. So since he was drinking water for like all of his life, my son literally is a water baby. Like all he drinks is water unless I happen to give him juice. So mm-hmm. I've definitely trained him in that aspect. He doesn't even drink soda.
0: Like, we need we that all. method a lot, too, over here. Mm-hmm. We, we cut it with some water. Mm-hmm. We do that a lot over
2: here. <laughs> and it's so good, Mommy. I'm like, I'm sure it is. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're just, just like, what? ew.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure if you ever had that. Uh, and this thing was like crack, man. Uh, uh, cherry, uh, cherry limeade? Oh, oh man. Cherry oh, limeade?
2: Goodness. They don't sell it anymore. But it was a Minute Maid drink called Cherry limeade. And I did not discover it until I moved to Georgia. I used to buy it like eight at a time. And like the whole top shelf of the refrigerator would be full of this juice. And I wake up in the middle of the night and come downstairs and drink at least eight to 12 ounces. (laughs) Well, Minute Maid juices, they're like crack. Like they don't last. Whenever I would buy a Minute Maid carton, like they don't last in the house. Like everyone Mm -hmm. is drinking them. And when I mean everyone, I mean me and my son, because it's only (laughs) us two here. (laughs) But they're just so good. It's like a treat, you know? Um, Okay, so now that we spoke about that, let's get a little bit heavier. We're going to get into Heart on My Sleeve, which is the next segment, right? And this is where we just talk about things that we're going through, things that we're trying to improve about ourselves, and just looking within ourselves to see what it is that we're doing. and I wanted to talk about with you guys how it is to balance multiple projects while still trying to maintain a healthy lifestyle. You know, Gaza spoke about this a little bit in the previous segment. Um, but, you know, I watch you guys and I've been following you guys for a little while. And, you know, you guys have so many projects like you have mermaid and the lion you have now flex on them you have dirty talk but not only that you also have like all of your social media posts right i can always depend on mermaid mondays um there was always a saturday post on dirty talk you know like you guys are just so consistent how do you keep all of that up and still manage to you know have a full-time job be parents be in your relationship like it's just a lot so i just feel like i need you to put me on are we in a relationship? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess they'll have to go listen. It's, I think that actually all of these projects is part of what keeps us strong and together because we are supporting each other and we understand it's a goal. Everything that we're doing right now, it's centric focus, I guess, if you will, mm-hmm. it's We all it's a common core, even though he's doing his own individual projects and he works out and I absolutely am not participating or dirty talk. You know, he was, you know, not an advocate or proponent initially, and he just gave me grace to participate. We Mm -hmm. still had a angle. He knew that I needed something creatively to help me be happy just in general. So. And I understood that working out made him happy. So we understood this about each other and we gave each other the space to do it. But once COVID came along and we were in the house together and we started thinking about our lives and I think it kind of just birthed out of us like, hey, we have a story to tell because there were so many people talking about like, oh, gosh, I can't stand. I realize I hate my wife and all these other things because they were cooped in the house together And we were like, I don't feel that way about you. I'm actually happy to be sitting here and spending this additional time that we haven't had together Mm -hmm. because he has worked for home for the last several years. You know, shouts out to folks in the IT field. You live a great life. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't. And I was working crazy hours at my previous job. So we didn't see each other as much as we wanted to. And we thought this was a great way to kind of revisit what's kept us together throughout all these years with all the different things that we do because we've had some trials and tribulations but then we have moments where we do what we call power moves like hey we recognize that it's time to level up it Mm could be leveling up for ourselves it could be leveling up to help someone else in our family Mm -hmm. but we always find ways and projects to come together on and those are the points that really stabilize our relationship
0: yeah i think that's very important i feel like every few years we say that okay we need to make some type of power move like you said level up yeah that's like amazing yeah that's something we strive to to do and and you know we've accomplished that in a few different areas and just trying to take it to the next level
1: yeah that's
0: but when you say management i think of more juggling mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> juggling shit.
2: yeah we do juggle right now our daughter is homeschooled full-time
1: mm-hmm. and
2: now i'm working from home full-time guys is working from home full-time i'm telling you this internet over here is strained <laughs> <laughs> it is stressed <laughs> That Wi-Fi, man. Seriously. So it's actually very hard. And one thing, we have to be aware. Being self-aware is one of the hardest things to do when you're finding things to be busy with. Mm -hmm. So sometimes the connection can be superficial and tactical versus taking the time to really sit down and hold hands and talk about why we love each other. It's more like, hey, we're a team, and let's get busy doing all those So we have to be intentional about reminding each other that we're in a relationship because we love each other, not because we work well and we're able to progress and that's difficult. That's the hard part, not executing all these projects and doing the post because we're both driven that way. Right. But it's taking that step back and remembering to emotionally connect that for sure, the work. Mm -hmm. That's definitely difficult. You know, over here, I'm like a one-woman show, right? So especially when it comes to my podcast, I literally do everything. Uh, securing the guests, recording, editing, putting my out my social media posts, emails, website, all of that. Like, I'm tired. But then also on top of that, like, my son is – I'm a stay-at-home mom now. So my son is in school virtually all day. So I'm sitting with him every day, you know. In front of the computer, trying to do all of his work, plus all of his extracurriculars, plus cooking, and just everything else. And I just, I'm tired. Like, I'm tired all the time. And I'm really trying to figure out a way to schedule everything in. And it's like, I don't know if I'm being, I'm, well, let me not say that. I'm successful because nothing has slacked off yet. But I'm very cognizant of the fact that it can. You know, so I'm trying to figure out like my time management. What would you guys say would work for you as far as time management tips? I am a lister. <laughs> everything has a time. Gaza gets mad because he. <laughs> but everything has a time slot, like all the way down to oh, you know, eight to eight o five. Brush your teeth. 805 to 807 put a load in the laundry oh wow I am that minuscule about it It gets on his nerves to the maximum but that is something that helps me even if I mess up which then also still makes me upset so it's like a double-edged sword (laughs) but it is something that helps me at least keep track of what I need to continue to do Mm -hmm. and I've noticed that I haven't done it over the past couple weeks and I felt lost I feel mm. like totally lost without it, but it is a way that I have managed. And I will say that social media, i never had it before September of 2019. And it is something that has taken a lot of time for a, for me to learn. And then now, like you said, always posting consistently. Mm-hmm. I'm really trying to figure out what tool I'm I'm going to have to pay for something to post for me. So I could take a step back from being on it so much to help with the time management. Like the planned posts and all yes, of that. Yes, planned posts, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I was looking into that as well, too. Because, you know, like when you have something that people are looking for every week, right? Because that's what it is. Consistency is key when it comes to social media. You have to be on it. You have to post. But then you also have to engage as well. So it's just, it's it can take a lot. And I suck at engagement. You don't, Angel. You do not <laughs> suck at engagement. I i feel like i suck (laughs) you know
0: she doesn't suck at engagement at all yeah and i I talk about this too with her and i is that we choose to focus on we choose to engage with you know obviously a group of people but Mm -hmm. we don't engage the way that we know we could on social media and you know get our page where really where it needs to be we know what we need to do um but we're so busy we're so Mm -hmm. busy and like you said time management and stuff like that and um unfortunately social media is a very big thing but i mean listenership is an even bigger thing and yeah it's um, right like where do you want to focus that yeah true. where you want to focus that time and i could be responding to comments all day on social media but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to convert to listen so that's mm-hmm. that to me that doesn't seem where the focus sh- should be yeah i want to put out good content and um have meaningful content out there that people can relate with and i think we do but um we could step it up in the engagement. Maybe 2021 we will. We'll start doing a lot more lives and start like stuff like that. But for now, you know, one step at a time. Don't want to put more on our shoulders than what we could bear and just uh, take it one day at a time.
2: Right, Because we have yeah. a really big, big project coming out that it's a real heavy push. It's outside of a comfort zone for both of us. And I'm thinking that we are going to have to really try to focus.
0: Yeah. In addition to what she just says, we actually have two big projects. Um coming out um oh yeah both of them will be launched in in 2021 um the other one's not podcast related Another one's a project i'm working on with a few other guys but it's um yeah it's uh yeah you'll see it's It's a a lot it's a (laughs) lot Mm -hmm. it's so
1: much
2: and i don't know about you guys but i feel like my mind is always going like Mm -hmm. i'm always thinking Mm -hmm. about something i can do for this project or what how i can promote this one or you know Like, for example, I just started working on merch um, that should hopefully be dropping for the Christmas season. Fingers crossed. (laughs) Hopefully. But it's like, I'll literally be laying in my bed and I'm thinking about it and I'm like, but do I want it to look like this? Or should I shift that over maybe 40 degrees or something? Like, that's just how my mind is working. And I should definitely try to, like, shut it out. But it's so difficult sometimes. I'm sorry, but every... Every reward has sacrifice, right? No one became a great Olympian. No one became a successful business owner without sacrificing something. And what I've noticed is the number one thing that we all sacrifice is sleep.
0: Yeah, I was going and to say the same thing. You know,
2: thing. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. my grandmother always says, oh, you sleep when you're dead. And I used to get on my nerves so much, but I'm thinking like, hey, there's only so many hours in a day and if mm-hmm. we're going to maximize our time and sleeping is, I'm not talking about at night making sure you get eight hours of rest. It's that stagnant moment during the day where you're just sitting there swiping and scrolling for no reason. She's going right?
0: critical right now. I'm <laughs> so look, I don't I don't get much sleep on a, on oh, a so night. Oh, so you're night trying night to tell sleep. me. So look, hold on a second, let me finish. The- I, don't get a, I don't get eight hours of sleep. I don't get six hours. A lot of nights I'm getting like three sometimes four hours of sleep. So I take a lot of naps <laughs> during Ooh. the day. Mm. I take a lot of naps. He naps makes me good.
2: mad. I hate his napping. I get
0: habit. me an hour napping where I can, and, you know, I get it back up and keep it rolling because I don't get a lot of sleep. But she's, yeah. she stays on me. You are no. always taking naps. You think all I would do is sleep. Because
1: that's all he does.
2: But either <laughs> way, he is the lion for sure. You know, lions, they roar, and then they wake up, and they go around and have sex for 15 minutes, and then they go to sleep, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, like that is, that is a lie. Like I'm not saying that Gaza only has sex for 50 minutes because that sounded terrible. Look,
1: <laughs> like,
2: now I'm not like don't. We're not trying to tell you how we have sex. But <laughs> <laughs> but
1: oh, we get way. it, we get
2: it, we get it. But he does. He he definitely gets eight hours because he sleeps I'm so much during the day. Yes, he does. I can't do the nap. Lord, I've been napping late lately because it's, it's like i'll be up until like 2 a.m working on things and then i'm up at 8 to you know for school well i'm up mm-hmm. at like 7 7 30 to get ethan ready for school for 8 o'clock and by like 5 i'm Beat because after school ends, then it's like okay, if it's you know Monday is my Tuesday show edited like it's all this stuff that I'm always constantly working on. By the time five o'clock comes, before I have to cook dinner, I'm like okay, I think it's time for me to take like a forty-five minute nap because. <laughs> but I feel like lately it's been working for me. But before naps, I would always feel more tired after a nap. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't
2: know, I know why you have to hmm. jump up. I, I, I feel it's like that
0: snap. I think out. I can relate to that. I feel a little tired. It is it is kind of because you want to stay sleeping difficult. right yeah, so do. it's like oh i have Especially to get when you up fall in when you fall into a nice steep sleep oh in my
2: god those are the best mm-hmm. those midday naps where it's just yeah. like you don't remember that you actually stopped and took right, a nap right. <laughs> you <laughs> know stephanie i feel like you are you know giving him more rather- hey, leave her alone. Leave <laughs> alone now leave her alone she's okay Like I said, those stagnant moments and I wasn't being hypocritical. I'm not talking about getting enough rest. I was talking about, you know, being sleep is not doing what you're supposed to do to move forward. That's the point I'm trying to make. I don't want anyone to feel like, hey, I'm not an advocate of resting your body because you need a healthy body to progress, mm-hmm. to do what you need to do. But you really shouldn't just be chilling all day like me. I have absolutely no muscles left. I'm all fat and bones because I don't work out. I don't do anything. I sit in the same spot on the couch all day and type. <laughs> I have muscles in my fingers and that's it. And
0: I mean, my thumb is blame really COVID.
2: Blame COVID. Thank you. You know, but I, in all honesty, though, really just do what you can. Try to make every moment of the day yeah, count something that counts for you. You know, something that you can be proud of, that you're not regretting the fact that you didn't waste X, Y, Z amount of
0: time. And it's a work in progress, man. Every day. A work in progress, yeah. Because you know, no one is perfect. And random. if they are,
2: don't believe. If, if they think they are portraying that they are, don't believe them. Because right, exactly. you don't know what they're actually doing. Mm-hmm. The other... 18 hours a day that you don't see them. They're doing
1: drugs.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, drugs is hard work, right, Angel? You're just like, I'm not with (laughs) it. Oh, no way. I did. I talked about being a crackhead is hard work right you can't i got
0: to hear this one Please crack tell
2: me. Crackheads crack are not lazy Cause think about oh, it out there they trying to out get out it. There, They got to hustle right they got to shuck and jive to get the crack because <laughs> most of the time they don't have enough money for it and he so they always just got the through dancing or doing some sort of sexual favor to get the drug that was work now they got the crack rot they got to break it down they got to smash it with the back of the spoon they got to put a little water they got to burn under the spoon then they have to put it in the needle then they got to find a vein or find a little pipe a good pipe a pipe that's not cracked to go ahead and smoke the crack and then they got to make sure that they scrape the bottom so it doesn't blow up in their face that is work That's and then hide from the cops right there. yeah you gotta hide from the cops to make sure they don't catch you doing the crack this is a lot of work do you know how much energy you expend with paranoia this is a crackhead's life and then they're losing their teeth they gotta catch the teeth before they are falling out like, <laughs> it's, this is a lot to go through
0: now they just said it like that hey, yo, hey. agree with you. the
2: other day yeah she said it I was like I mean you know what you're absolutely right like you have to there's always steps for these crackheads to get what they want like everybody calls them lazy and you know degenerates and all this shit but really they be working like there you working. go guys crackheads don't sleep have you ever seen you've seen a crackhead dance they are working they're not doing a little shoulder shimmy they are bringing it down bringing it back up and their necks are always going like you know seriously and it's not a slow beat. It's a fast beat that they're dancing to. That, oh, you know, my goodness. And it's all in their head. So you got to keep the beat in your head, the rhythm, and dance to it and Angel, talk about. you're killing me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're killing me.
2: And look for the money, too, right, on the floor. Your crackheads don't walk with their heads up. They walk with their heads down because you never know where you're going to find a five or <laughs> a quarter or something like that. And all that adds up. That is and hilarious. You know, I love what, this energy. I love this energy. The jaws go back and forth from right to left, and that's their practice because, you know, they have to keep them strong <laughs> for, you know, for the, the de-sucking they're going the to have to The sexual be-sucking. favors, you yeah, know, yeah, there whatever you it may be the mm-hmm.
0: yeah, imagination but I, i've always said that about it she has an imagination on her she tells the most vivid stories the <laughs> day that she came and told me that she wanted to write a book i was like go right ahead like please do <laughs> yeah, i've been please waiting please. for this forever actually she does this. this is what she does she does all the damn time she does, <laughs> just, just creates stories and they'd be the most wild <laughs> this is stories. not a
2: story this is a real crackhead's life tell me about the
0: cat with <laughs> two heads
1: <laughs>
2: i never said a cat had two heads Thank you oh, very goodness. much. And, <laughs> but there is a man, and I'm not sure what it is called, a person who harms animals in a sexual way. I'm not sure what that person is called. I guess, I think it's bestiality. Bestiality, yeah. Yes. The man next door had all the cats would come to his house, but then eventually they started running away from him because he was kidnapping the cats, and you would hear all kind of screaming cat noises. Like, ah! because the man is in there doing stuff to the cats and then this one cat we called her midnight had kittens and all of their heads were too big for their body and they used to drag around on the ground and you know what i said the man next door named juan was their father because he's in there hurting these cats i think those cats were half human because i heard the noises the cat had babies and their heads were too big and uh, hello the, the heads were too big for their bodies. she was making yes. the story
0: up for years until her brothers confirmed it. And I was like, are you serious?
2: Yeah. <laughs> the- you know they were dragging their heads on the ground Steph they couldn't lift up their heads because the heads were so big and then they had little kitten bodies
0: Can you believe this shit Steph like would you believe that somebody just told you it outright? sounds like it sounds ridiculous
2: it sounds like sci-fi like yeah right. I feel like I feel like Jordan Peele needs to reach out to Angel and get her <laughs> to write for the next Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country I that's how I feel Let's um, let's hashtag Jordan Peele in the. <laughs> you guys think I cannot make this up? This man really hurt these cats, and we felt bad. And we were trying to feed them to help them. We were putting sticks under their heads <laughs> so they could hold them up what this is real stuff
0: sticks under their head
2: yeah like you know sticks just to kind of help them hold up their heads Mm. you know and and midnights all laying down over there torn because she had these big headed cats her her vagina wasn't meant for this you know and there was multiple kittens kept coming out like
1: that
0: (sighs) you see what I'm doing over here
2: Oh, so man. Yo, Angel cracks me up. I will say that. All the time, she has me dead. The other day, she sang Red o- uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer for me and Iman during <laughs> Makeup Mondays. <laughs> but the DMX version.
0: <laughs> uh, I was just about to say, the DMX version is actually dope.
2: <laughs> I told about the Christmas party where I demanded that that was on the playlist.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Absolutely so funny so this energy is unmatched i think we're gonna bring it into our next segment and it's my favorite segment and it's where i like to ask are you dead ass so before i talk about my dead ass i wanted to ask you if there was anything you wanted to get off your chest say it with your chest g
0: I uh, can't. Uh, uh, what are my limitations? <laughs>
2: I know what he really wants what to rant about. This has been look, bothering. Go ahead. Me, man. I know it's something political stuff. Well, I already know it. Go is. ahead. Nah, I mean,
0: you know, I don't even really try to get on social media and be all political and stuff like that. But this is, look, just to give everybody a heads up, man. It's something I'm hearing. I'm still trying to validate a lot of this stuff that's going on. But I'm hearing that there's supposed to be a million mag, a million men, maga march on Saturday. What? So, yeah, that's what I'm hearing. It's, it's Right now, it's floating all the way through TikTok. They're going back and forth about it. And I know probably, a lot of people are probably thinking TikTok. What the? In that kid <laughs> don't that? sleep on TikTok. Yo, don't sleep on TikTok, man. There's some real shit going on on TikTok, man. they doing all type of duets, and they going back and forth with politics. And uh, the shit is, uh, I'm getting a lot of my news from there early. Mm. <laughs> so I'm trying to <laughs> get people their heads up, man. It's supposed to be a, um, a million-man MAGA march on Saturday. They're going to start out in Washington. And they're supposed to be in all major cities, man. So, uh, man, you guys just, you know, stay home, be safe, let them go on with that bullshit. Don't get involved. Supposedly, let talk about Trump's trying to enact martial law and all type of bullshit. So, it really bothered me, man. And then, in addition to that, I'm also hearing, and i shared share this with my friends already, that the truck drivers across uh, the United States on November 29th, I believe, that they're trying to do a strike for like 30 days get so out you, right you before christmas yeah you know what that means guys i mean it's going to impact food and shit like that a lot of deliveries on stuff man so just make sure you stock up I, and like i said make sure you you validate a lot of this stuff for yourself i'm sure you will easily be able to there's actually a website up on the uh on the uh <laughs> let me pull it up real quick
2: you guys would never guess that Gaz is really into this so into political stuff that i woke up in the middle of the night you know what he was watching the (laughs) women's republican convention so because he wanted to know what they were thinking (laughs) (laughs) that's how you gotta be see now i know when i have any questions i'm just gonna hit up you and gaza like so what's exactly going on because i need to know i want to say this don't come to me gaza is at flex on them pod be in his dm i don't have time
0: (laughs) (laughs) So look, so the website is millionmagarmarch.us, and this is Saturday, November 14th, and it's going to start in Washington, D.C., and um, when I last looked at this about an hour and a half ago, they were at 44,000 people going. They're up to 78. Seems like a small number, guys, but I guarantee that shit's going to grow. Right, because how many spread.
2: people aren't on TikTok? You know what I mean? Right. like Or whatever exactly. have you. And it's like... <sighs> Not for nothing, these white people, they just don't understand what it is to lose. You know, no, like They
1: don't. Mm-hmm.
2: They're like we built this country. I actually said this to my friend the other night. They I feel like they're like we we didn't build this country for us to lose. We built it for everybody else to lose. This doesn't even mm-hmm. make any sense. And that's just ingrained in like their souls at this point.
0: Right. That- yeah, it is. It's 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 it's, it's tragic. Man. <laughs> it, it's uh like I am so hot that if, if I didn't have a family, I'd probably be out there in those streets hardcore because, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's fucking Trump tards. I don't know. <laughs> what did you um, just call them? Trump tards. Trump tards. <laughs> Trumpism. I call them trumpets. <laughs> trumpets. That's a good one. <laughs> there you go. What type of names going on for me. So, uh So, yeah, man, stay home. Man, don't get involved with that. We've, we've won the election, right. man. The blue wave hit hard. And uh, mm-hmm. so now we're, you know, I just, if you live in Georgia here, if you don't. Just, man, we need to, we need to flip some seats out here in Georgia. So, we'll be doing our part. Out right.
2: Here. Make sure you uh, get out there and vote for sure. Angel, yeah. do you have anything you want to get off your chest? I just first want to say congratulations to my husband for keeping it cool. Cause I'm telling you, that was <laughs> so <laughs> light compared to the energy that he normally carries about this. You know stuff. what I've been
0: having to do during this whole time is remind myself. Gaza, you're not on your own show. <laughs> you're a guest. You you're did guest very well. I will
2: say that. You did very well. I'm very, very proud <laughs> of you. Thank you. <laughs> so, what I want to rant about is something that I know might seem small to some, but it is big to me. That is the price of food at the grocery store. And you're not even <laughs> buying meat. Like, I want to know why I go to the store and it's always seventy five dollars, no matter what I have in the cart. And that is very fresh. You're rolling your eyes. It's your money, too, dog. But anyway, (laughs) I go to the store. I'm like, hey, I'm just going to get some fresh vegetables because that's good for my family. And I have this man here who's, quote unquote, cutting. And then. It's $75. I go and I buy meat. You just buy one little bit of ground beef. It's $75. (laughs) I don't understand why food has to cost so much. And I, when I was, the name of my book is release me. And when I first released it, I was giving 10% of the profits to food shelters around here. One in particular called the overcomers house. And they were feeding like a general Metro area where we lived. And, I'm telling you, that is something that really bothers me. Why we have such a great cost on food, which is something that every human needs to live. And don't get me wrong, I'm not upset about people who give their money to other countries like Haiti or Africa or Mm -hmm. you know uh, any Russia where there's children in need but guess what there's children right here at home in America who still need to eat and they are starving and they are just as impoverished as someone in a third world country and then they're bullied at school because they don't have any food and I don't understand why we can't give just because this person is American or you feel like their parent made a poor decision. You Mm -hmm. feel that this child deserves to starve. And it is something that, bothers me to the maximum so have enough compassion to care in your own backyard like the bible says like if you can't take care of your own brother what in the world you know it doesn't matter you do not have love for people these are your brothers these are your fellow countrymen so before you start worrying about what's going on in another country look at where you are where you live this is bigger than any election this is bigger than anything because we're dying from covid because we're malnutrition and all Mm -hmm. sorts of things like this so okay i'm done but either way No, you're absolutely right. That is, I think people are so selfish and a lot of people, like, and I'm not going to say everybody, but when they send, you know, charities or whatever to all these outside countries, it's almost like for clout because if you're not Mm -hmm. doing it here first, like, you could do that too, but you should actually be trying to take care of your community first. And
1: Mm
2: -hmm. I will say I've definitely have, um grown into more so my sense of community because when you're from new york like you've always had like your close-knit you know neighborhoods and things like that and like borough it's like kind of like a nationality right so like if you're from the bronx you rep the bronx and i'm from the smallest part of the bronx like the most west you could get like some people don't even think i'm from the bronx and i don't go <laughs> to most parts of the bronx but if you ask me i'm a bronx as bitch and that's it like <laughs> (laughs) And that's how it has to be. And I feel like if more people felt that way, especially up here, it would be better than what it is, which is why I say the Bronx is trash because the sense of community has diminished so much throughout the years. Um, A lot of that, I think, also has to do with social media. Like Mm -hmm. everyone is reaching out to everywhere else where they want to be and all of this and they're not looking at in their backyards and actually caring about, you know, what's going on in there. So for sure, you know, try to... We have to worry about each other first mm-hmm. and foremost before we worry about anybody else because they're not worrying about us. Are, there, exactly. are Do they send money to us in America for the no. kids who don't eat?
0: Nope.
2: <laughs> That's not a thing. Like, well, it's, well, every,
0: Everybody looks to America. Probably not now. Fucking, but this is the thing. Yeah, and that, idiots, no. But
2: kind of speaking on that, though, I think that America tries to hide it's impoverished the same way we try to hide the racism Mm. right so those are like ugly stains on the culture that they don't want the outside to see so i think that we tell all that everyone thinks that americans are like all fad like we're full of food all the time and happy and and that's not necessarily the truth there's a lot of people out here struggling and we're not happy Obviously, Mm -hmm. you can tell by the mass killings and stuff that go on. And the reason that there haven't been any mass killings is because we're all on lockdown. Right. Uh, Give these people free 2021 after the vaccine comes out. Somebody's going to let the crazy loose. Oh, for sure. And that's because we're not really happy. We're focused on the wrong things. And if we do have food, it's the wrong types of food. what say it and it's so cheap right? I can mm-hmm. go to McDonald's and get a whole meal for my kid for 399 but like I said, I can't go get cucumbers because they're 75 dollars
0: well, I, I, like, <laughs> I feel like food is costing more and the quality's going down Look oh, at us. oh yeah look, look how we bought that we bought some um some ground beef and I swear to God this thing was mixed with turkey meat and red meat mm. <laughs> at the same damn time like we wasn't what? it?
2: I don't know what it was, but it definitely was an off color. Or I bought... They mixed
0: it with turkey meat or something.
2: I bought meat, and when we opened the pack, it was rancid. Like, as soon as I opened the pack for the meat, the smell was... I was like, I can't even make That's this. That's terrible. That's yeah. terrible. And I had heard on a on a podcast today, actually, Um, shout out to the... Uh, The Good Brother Experience um, with Reek. And he said that there's actually a shortage on farmers. So it's like we've had to throw away like millions and billions of dollars worth of food because there's not enough farmers to actually like gather it and sell it and all of that, which is wild because when there's people eating nothing but like, you know, um, McDonald's or... You know, Chinese food because these, I, I don't know if y'all have like all of the Chinese restaurants down there, but up here, there's a Chinese restaurant on every other block. And it's like, yeah, it's great, you know, because it's cheap, but it's terrible for you. Like, it's, <laughs> I don't even understand where they get these chicken wings. Like, it's just, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense at all. But, <laughs> the <best> ones too <laughs> oh my God. It's so, it's so bad, but it's so good. It's terrible. But that's how it always is, right? Yes. Everything that is, bad for you tastes so good it's like double (laughs) dick oh boy okay so my dead ass for today is actually kind of light you guys were very um deep and political with it I appreciate that mine is more so just for me um I know you guys are in in Georgia so you might not relate to this but it is November in New York City which means it's getting cold as fuck every fucking day. And I just want to put out a public service announcement that don't invite me out because I'm not (laughs) going. I don't leave my house when it's cold. I stay in my cave from November to about April. And even then sometimes April will be cold as fuck. Don't invite me out. I'm not eating outside in the cold. And if by chance I do agree to meet up with somebody during this time, please make sure it's an indoor activity where I'm able to take off my jacket once we get indoors because I hate wearing a fucking coat all day long. I don't, I don't like winter clothes. I don't participate in winter fashion. I'm just, I'm just not with it. So I just felt like I had to put that out there because I'm tired and it's getting cold outside and I have work to do anyway. So I'll be home for the most part.
0: Dead ass.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to interrupt her because she's like, I don't like uh, winter coats. I was like, she doesn't like clothes. Like, Like, (laughs) she doesn't like clothes. Don't. I do not. It's just not for me. Which is why I cannot wait to leave New York City because New York City is trash. Yes, I can say that because I've lived here thirty-five years of my life. So guess what? I'm allowed. New York City is trash, and it's just, I do not recommend it at all. (laughs) Sorry, guys.
0: Ain't nothing wrong with that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> stuff has me tired. I don't know
0: why the fuck my parents moved me to Georgia. What the fuck is wrong with them?
1: I'll
2: take Georgia now over New York City. I promise Damn, you. Man.
0: Well, let's flip these, some of these seats first. <laughs> <before we come laughs> <out> it. <here. laughs>
2: true, true. Um, okay, guys. So this was fun. Oh, my God. I'm so happy you guys came on the podcast. Tell my listeners where they can find you and all of your stuff. Oh, God. He keeps on pointing to me like he's like the he's a She's dictator. A professional. I'm he, just a, He's a closet Trumpster I'm, I'm or Trumper, whatever you guys shit. call him he's just like pointing at me, do the work. <laughs> So you can find us at the mermaid and the lion underscore on Instagram. You can also find us at New Project Loading on Instagram. You can find me at Dirty Talk Podcast on Instagram. And you can find Gaza at Flex on Them Pod on Instagram.
0: Amen. Wanna build some muscle? (laughs) I wanna get slim and trim. I got Mm -hmm. you covered, man. Make sure you follow your boy, man.
1: That's flex on fact. them.
0: Flex on them. Uh, pod. Let Make sure I got that right. Flex on them. Pod. <laughs> <laughs> that's the podcast. It's new. I'm four weeks old. I'm four weeks young. As mm-hmm. I say. Is it four mm-hmm. weeks it's four, already? Four weeks now. That's weeks
2: crazy. Oh, wow, that yeah. went fast. Four but weeks you know, that's time. First of all, October flu, flew. Flew by. Did. It was. It did. Halloween was here before we knew it. In it my did. opinion. Yes, and i'm so happy and we're next week is the season finale of mermaid and the Lion, and then we're done Ooh. yes
0: yeah we'll come back with season three even stronger and so i uh, make sure you guys but after a long time yeah definitely make sure you guys subscribe man <laughs> tune in you know leave us a review we got some we got some good stuff coming up man
2: for sure all of their information will be linked down below um you can follow me on Instagram, underscore StephyKiss Kiss, S-T-E-P-H-Y-K-I-S-S, and the podcast page is Do I Look Fat Pod, exactly how it sounds, all of that, as always, will be linked down below. Um, you can catch Kiss and Tell Tuesdays, which comes out every Tuesday, as well as every Fine and Thick Friday, you will find a new episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Do I Look Fat Podcast. Bye, guys.